So today I'm going to interview my husband about his favorite books and such. Um, I think this is something I'm going to try to do with other people, but we'll see how it goes. I'm not really sure. Um, I do want to point out that at one point in this, he says that Jane Austen wrote Withering Heights, and that is not true, and I didn't correct him at the time. Um, Emily Bronte wrote Withering Heights. So yeah, um, just wanted someone else's book opinions because mine are pretty set in their ways, and I think it's nice to hear about other books sometimes. So hopefully you enjoy that too. That didn't really make a noise. Um, that was wine because wine doesn't make a noise. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Pinot Grigio. What's it called? And this is very cheap Pinot Grigio. That's okay. What's it called? Sterling Pinot Grigio. It's like nine dollars a bottle. I think I've heard of Sterling. Anything special? Anything? No, it tastes very good with Asian food. Which we made tonight. Well, I didn't make. He made, and it was delish. It's nice to have your own restaurant. Everybody's complaining about quarantine because they're they have to cook, and I don't have to do that because I have my own personal chef. And your food is better than restaurant food, so. Oh, thank you. I disagree, but thank you. <laughs> so it works out for me. Um. Anyway, congratulations! You get to be the first person to do my book interviews. I don't know how they'll go. Like over some sort of FaceTime situation with anyone else. But you will have the best audio quality, except for the dogs being in the background. Congratulations. We will see. Okay, so first question, what is your favorite book? Oh, now uh, it's changed. Um, I think my favorite book is The Seven Story Mountain by Thomas Merton. Can you tell me what it's about? It's an autobiography about um, um, Travis Monk named Thomas Merton, who uh, was alive. I think he died in the 1960s. Um, And it's about his his life um, growing up in kind of a um, bohemian upbringing. Um, He was like... What was that word? Bohemian? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Bohemian. (laughs) Um, um, He was going to be a jazz musician. He uh, converted to Catholicism and became... um, He became a monk. And he did a lot of writing. Um, He was in, I think, Louisville, Kentucky was where his monastery was. Uh, He was very influential during the Civil Rights Movement. Um, And he ended up dying. It's kind of a funny... Well, it's not funny, but it's kind of a weird story that he... Later in his life, he became a hermit on the monastery grounds, and he had this idea that if he left, um, something bad would happen to him. And he ended up traveling to India. Um, or maybe not. He he met the Dalai Lama, and he was electrocuted um, in his bathtub. But there's always been some speculation that maybe he was uh, he was killed. Interesting. I know I have seen that book, but I have not read it. But I know that it has made every single move. I feel like every single time we move, you cut down on the books that you own. And it is, it is always one of the first to be like put away because it's coming with us. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like an autobiography. It's also like a memoir, um, which is different than an autobiography. But it's also like his, just his thoughts uh, and 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 how he sees the world and how he sees life. And it's it's a lot of philosophical ideas uh, impacting it too. I kind of bounce around between um, reading parts of it. Um, it's kind of weird, like the book. I'll I'll go back and read different parts of it. I'll, I've only read it once through but I've read multiple passages of it multiple times. Um, so you said now it's your favorite. Was there something that was your favorite previously? Yeah, I think for a long time, my favorite book was The Prince. Um, Nikolai Machiavelli. Um, and that was back when I was thinking that I could take over the world. And I just, I, I like books I like those kind of books where it's it's almost like the original self-help book, but in kind of a, a different way. And I think it gets a bad rap for being like, um, I guess, nefarious, but it's it's really not. It's about how you can motivate people and how you can move um, situations to, to where you need them to go um, through manipulation, which is something that I've always thought maybe is a bad thing, but now I'm starting to realize maybe it's... It, if your intentions are bad, sure, but but maybe um, it can be used for good. Manipulation to get people into the best position for each person. Yeah, it's like manipulating people to see outside themselves and see how they can be better. Okay, so similar question. Who's your favorite author? Or maybe not a similar question, but who's your favorite author? Mm. I guess it's tough. Like uh, the, I I would like to say Hemingway, um, but I also want to say so. I guess like my, I guess it's Hemingway, but it's also I like Salman Rushdie as well. I feel like I've heard you talk about Salman Rushdie very very often. I feel like we always come back to him, and I don't think you've ever said anything about Hemingway. I've always liked Hemingway. One of my favorite books of all time is uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls. And, uh, like, all his works, just his life was just spectacular in the way he was able to, to talk about it. It's, it's, he was always able to write about, like, an adventure story, but with a deeper and a lot of times darker meaning to it where you have to think about exactly what he's saying and, and why he's putting pieces together. I don't think I've read anything by him, I, ever, maybe, um... But that sounds kind of similar to how Salman Rushdie is. Yeah, I mean, I like Salman Rushdie. I had a class in college where we read. It was, I think, it was post-colonial literature, and he was one of the the um, his book Shame, um, and it's like I'm like an evangelist uh, for that that novel. I'm trying to get everybody I I meet that likes to read to read Shame by Salman Rushdie because it's just it's an amazing th- the way he was able to do it is very genius. So you kind of already answered this with, like, your favorite books, but what is your favorite type of books? Hmm. I think if I look at, like, the books that I like to read, um, there's got to be, it's got to be historical. I don't like sci-fi stuff. I I don't like, it's amazing to me I like the Harry Potter books because I don't like um, mystical stuff or things like that. I like things that are rooted in reality, and most of the time... I like Salman Rushdie, even though it's fictional, I like things um, that have historical um, 
pieces to it. So a lot of the times I like to read, actually I like to read most of the books that you've you've purchased for me over the years. So like... um, I'm pretty good at that. You are very good at that. Um, I'm a good gift giver. Yes, you are. (laughs) Um, The Goodness of Guinness, which is kind of a historical... um, um, story about how Guinness has done good works for its employees and for the community, but it's it's set in a way that's almost like it's a novel. Um, same thing with um, Shakespeare's Pub, uh, which is about um, the St. George's Inn in, in London, the oldest still-standing pub or inn in England, and the way that it, it, it meshes historical um, aspects as well as in a way a, it's not just a history book it's more of a story um, and it's all tied together I like that a lot what's the weirdest book you love or something that's like strange for the typical books that you like like would Harry Potter be that yeah yeah I guess Harry Potter has to be that which is it seems pretty basic but I don't, like I said, I don't like sci-fi stuff. I don't like, or sci-fi, mystical, whatever you like, fantasy. I don't like fantasy at all. Um, But I think the reason why I like Harry Potter isn't really for the story. It's for the writing. Um, It's for how it all ties in, like the series. I guess I I don't like Harry Potter. I don't like a book of Harry Potter. I like the entirety of the series and how it all, um, it, it all... I guess, comes together. But if you had to pick a favorite, which book is your favorite? I go back and forth, but I really think The Half-Blood Prince. I really think that. What is a book that you hate? What book I hate? Jesus. Um... I don't, I guess I don't hate, but I don't like anything, it sounds, I don't like Jane Austen. I've never liked Jane Austen. I've, I've read her complete works. I don't like her. Um, I don't like her storytelling. I think she adds a ton of stuff. As you know, like, I like to fast forward, and she, like, in her books, there's so many times, like, sometimes her chapters will just go, it's like, I get what you're trying to say. I don't know why you have to be so... You have to get such detail to it. It kind of... It gets She's annoying. wordy. She's extremely wordy. So specifically, which book? Uh, Wuthering Heights. Hmm. I just... To me, maybe if I was a professor, I'd be that person that was constantly telling his students, if you can say it in four words instead of two sentences, say it in four words instead of two sentences. Because I, like I like the plot to... If dialogue... I love dialogue... I don't like huge, long paragraphs that are descriptive of stuff. And I think that that doesn't move the plot forward. I like moving the plot forward. Um, it's funny because I am the opposite. And I am always like the one that gets in trouble because I should say it in four words. And instead I said it in two sentences. I used to get in trouble for my stuff being too long in high school. I wonder why that is. I talk that way too, though. I, it takes me... Uh, sometimes, I think... Yeah, I think you talk in, like, sometimes when you're telling me a story. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. None of these, like, you're, you're giving me ten facts, but only two of them are pertinent to the story. I don't... 
and I feel like a jerk when you're telling me a story that I'm I'm not doing it physically where I'm doing that thing with your finger where you're like doing it in a circle you're like get to the point but in my mind I'm doing that because I'm like yeah yeah because to me I like quick information very you know very rapidly because I can paint a picture in my mind with very few details okay well who is your favorite character from a book That's interesting because most of mine, most of the books I I like are either nonfiction or close to being nonfiction. Um, I would say probably I'd say Huckleberry Finn. No, no, yeah. I'd say Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> no, no, yeah. I would. I would say Huckleberry Finn. I really would. Why? Um, even though on paper I would seem to relate more to Tom Sawyer, um, I think I I like I like Huckleberry Finn's um, his development, especially in Huckleberry Finn. You know, um, and I like to see how he does things and he, he he changes and I like that character a lot. I also like um probably I can't remember her name but the character in um To Kill a Mockingbird. Um I can't I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I I like that book. It's one of my favorite books. That's definitely in the top 10. Yeah. Um, can you explain what a huckleberry is? A huckleberry is a type of berry. No, I know that. I just remember at Outback we had huckleberry flavoring or something. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a type of berry. It's like a, it's purplish in color. Um, it's a lot like, it's like a tartar. It's like a cross between like a blueberry and a raspberry, if that makes sense. Hmm, interesting. Thanks. Okay, last question. If you wrote a book, what would your book be about? I think, you know what they say, and I know it's it's um, overdone, but I think it's true. I've never written anything uh, of great length, but they say... Right what you know? Right what you know, you know, and I think that mine is a journey. You know what I mean? I think that a lot of people would say that, but I think that that's not true. I think a lot of people have their journeys are um, about a specific memory, about a specific time. Mine isn't like a coming of age story or anything like that. It's it's more of a not the Godfather, but in some ways where it's like where it's like where someone came from to how they got to where they were, and then like climbing a mountain. Yeah, and then how it ended, you know. Um, whether it ended badly or whether it ended positively, but like explaining the complete story of someone. And I think that that's something that I've always stressed, uh, to people when I tell people like, look, what you see right now doesn't mean anything. It, there's a lot more behind this that's, you know, and I've got a lot more to, to give as well. And so judge me based on the totality not just what you see right now. And I think that if I was going to write a book, um, 
it would be something I don't know. It'd be like a pirate, or it'd be like a business executive, or 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 a farmer, whatever it would be. But it would be the totality of their life. Okay, one more question, I lied. Um, if you could make up a pseudonym, 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 yeah. pseudonym for yourself, what would it be? Well, I think because my last Voldemort. All <laughs> right, Voldemort. I think because my last name is so difficult, it would have to be something that's very easy, like very simple last name. Um, but I also think that I would need to, it would need to be... This Hubachek author. Right, that's the thing. I, I think that I would have to do something that like would be easy to understand, but also it would have to come back to actually me. So if you if you were smart enough, you'd figure it out. So like maybe it'd be like, T.H. Allen, because Allen's my middle name, or something like that. Oh, that's cute. I like that. Yeah, because I always, when I sign things, I typically will do my initials T.H. Um, so, and then Allen's just like a, you know, yeah. T.H. Allen, that kind of rings, doesn't it? Yeah, I like that. Could you do T.H. Jr. and, like, spell out Jr.? Or that, yeah. One that, yeah. I think T.H. Allen sounds better, but T.H. Jr. goes better with your signature because it's always T.H. You always do the junior, don't you? But, I tried to forge your signature and it doesn't work out so well sometimes. Some checks get frozen. Yeah, that was that was one of the funniest stories of my life. I tell people that story, by the way. But great. That sorry, but um, <laughs> yeah, I always do the junior. But it's it's because that's also a big part of me that I was named after my my father. So maybe it would be or would be like T H Allen Junior or something like that. I think one or the other. Or Junior Allen or Allen Junior, whatever I don't know. Some something that, like, obviously the last name is very particular to me. That it's easy, but it would be something that you'd you you wouldn't have to dig too deep to figure it out. It wouldn't be something like, you know, Trevor McManus or something like that. It'd be something that you can go with. The, if someone found out, you'd be like, oh. I had a friend named Trevor McManus. That's weird. Well, that's very strange. That just came out of that. <laughs> just boom. Off the top of my head. Hi, Trevor. But, yeah, I don't think it'd be, like, something where if you found out that I had written a book circularly and had a pseudonym, that you'd go, oh, yeah, that name makes sense. Instead of, like, where the hell did you get Derek Bubbly or whatever? Buble. Yeah. Isn't, I'm pretty sure Nora Roberts, her pseudonym is J.D. Rob. So I don't know what the J.D. is, but the Rob obviously comes from Roberts. I think, I might be making that up, but I'm pretty sure. I've never heard that, but that sounds cool. And is it, is it for, like, other music, or is it, like, a book? Other music? Nora Roberts. Or I'm thinking Nora... You're thinking Nora Stinkin' Jones. Oh, yeah. We don't like Nora Jones. I love Nora Jones. Um, no, Nora Roberts writes, like, mushy, like, romance novels. But I think she writes under J.D. Robb because it's, like, a guy wrote the book. And so she could get published like a guy... So, is J.D. Salinger the author of To Kill a Mockingbird? I think that is. No. No. J.D. Salinger, is that the author of The Catcher in the Rye? Oh, yeah, I think that's it. I just remember when I read that book in high school that... Harper Lee is... Yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird. No, maybe it's not who I'm thinking of. I remember distinctly one of my first, like, white man awakening to oh my god there are people that are you know discriminated against uh was in high school i think my senior of high school where i had a female english teacher and we were talking and 
she was, we were talking about pseudonyms and I said, and she said that if she ever wrote a book, she would have a pseudonym. And I, I think I said something like, I, I understand that people want to be, want to hide from their work. Sure. And she goes, oh, it's not always about that. It's, it's sometimes also because you don't want to be judged based on it. And I said, what are you, what are you talking about? And she mentioned To Kill a Mockingbird and we had just read it and she's like, if I told you it was written by a woman, would it change the way that you saw, the way that you thought about it? And I said, yeah, it would. She's like, that's my point, exactly. And that shocked me that I thought, like, yeah, I think it's mostly because it, it, just the way it was written, I, I wouldn't have thought it was from a female author, which obviously is exactly the point of this is what you, you know, you have implicit bias. and, and um, I think that's a big thing for women. However, I do... I do, I don't know if I'm quoting random aspects that I heard on Younger, which is a book about, or a TV show about a publication company, um, but I'm pretty sure, like, women authors hold the market in, like, romance, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's harder for a man to get published in romance, but um, I do think pseudonyms sometimes like, so a woman can pass as a man is, like, a thing. I think that's, I don't know. I think that was more the case back in the day. It's not as much now, but I also think that I have a bit of bias where it's it's not like I'm looking at it going, oh, it's a female writer, so I'm not going to care about it. It's, to me, it's more like I'm trying to, re- when I read something, I'm trying to, like, dissect it through who the author is as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like... um if it is a man telling a, a story about women, I'm I'm trying to think, you know, like how they're, th- you know, whatever that is, I, I do read the author's name. Um, and, and I, some, a lot of the times I'll, I'll look back in the back cover. I don't know if you do that, but I'll look in the back cover and I'll read the bio of the author and I'll kind of get, I like the picture, you know, I kind of like to, I think you, cause you watch movies and TV where you're like constantly, um, this isn't the person I would, you know, take on this or whatever to me you do that with books i do that with books but i don't do that with the with the the characters i do it with the author yeah that's that's weird i don't yeah i don't do that i do always like to read it um i'm pretty sure the people that write the magic treehouse books their bios are a little different in all the magic treehouse books you have no idea what i'm talking about but um their bios are always like real cute because they're children's authors little snippets and they talk about their dogs and stuff like that i like i do i like that a lot of people always mention their animals in their little bio which i like because i I guess that's people do that in bios for everything so i think i just maybe i'm not weird but maybe i am weird i don't know but like i do the same thing with and you know how i do this when we'll something will come up in pop culture and boom 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 if i see um one of my favorite um i guess artists is uh Scott Mutter, who, who 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 he takes different pictures and he inlays them differently to, to tell a story. One of the first things I did was I researched him. I wanted to know about him. I wanted to know what he looked like and things like that. Like, I don't know if that's weird or not, but that's... I don't think so. I think people are curious and people just want to know where who they're getting the information. It's a lot of times like when you like a song or something and then you look up the person and you're like, oh, okay, like that's not what I expected. Or something like that, you know? Like, when the first time I heard uh, Fast Car by 
Um, Tracy Chapman, I thought that was a guy. And I found out it was a girl, and it was like, oh, I don't know. Things just, it changes your perception a little bit. And I think sometimes, especially if you're a mar- marginalized like group, whether you're female or person of color or whatever, it might negatively. But to me, I don't think it does. I think it just adds another um, layer to it to me. Um, it might negatively affect like a, your book sales. Oh, sweet, sweet car driving by. Uh, it might negatively affect your book sales if you're a person of color or if you're a woman or something like that, you're saying. Yeah, and I think that some people could. To me, it just doesn't. It, it, it adds a more of a depth to it that... Because I, I do think that where art comes from, it does come from somebody. For the most part, it comes from, you know, one singular person and who they are. And I like I like the backstory so much about, like, uh, J.K. Rowling's. You know, like, they just came up with that where they they she's coming out with where she got the inspiration to this and this and this. And that stuff means as much to me. Uh, reading something than than just the story itself, like where the art came from, you know. Yeah, well, Molly's burping, so that's cool. Okay, doke. That's all my questions. Do you have any other book things you'd like to say? No, no, I don't. You want to chow it out? What? You want to chow it out? Chow it out? No, 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 I do not. No. Every time I do this to him, he just uncomfortably stares at my phone and is like, please don't make me do this. Please don't make me do this. That was close. You got to like come up with like a very like easy way to trick me into saying it and I'll just say it, you know. You were close. You almost said it. You almost (laughs) did it. It's fine. Okay, well, thanks for being my first book interview. Hopefully, I can convince other people to do book interviews now that I have this one in the can. Yeah, hopefully they'll be better. I think this one was great. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Molly, can you chow it out? Um, Molly says, ciao!